Welcome to the Worship Story Podcast. My name is Zach Barker. Today's episode is another song devotional where I'll walk through the lyrics of a song as a devotional to worship God. Uh, Don't worry, I'll play the full song at the end of the podcast, and I hope that you can use this as a fresh way to worship God today. So, for this episode, let's dive into Elevation Worship's Hallelujah here below. The song was written by Chris Brown and Stephen Furtick in 2018 for Elevation Worship's album of the same name, Hallelujah, Here Below. The overarching theme of this song is earthly worship is God's kingdom here on earth. And it calls us to remember Christ's sacrifice for our brokenness as the reason why we worship him declaring him king. It's kind of a strange thought thinking that God wants praise that is imperfect, which if we're honest, is what any earthly praise really is. We are not Christ. And so until we are on the other side of glory with him, we still can only offer praise from imperfect hearts. This song has really given me a new perspective on worship for this reason. As a worship leader, and probably way more importantly, as a worshiper, I've never really thought about how it's the worship of the repentant heart that must be the sweetest to him. The choice of our broken hearts to seek daily renewing is what properly enthrones him to his rightful place here as king on earth. And therefore, like the Lord's Prayer asks, it brings his kingdom here as it is in heaven. Like all good worship songs, this song immediately puts us in the narrative that's going around. It it immediately kind of puts us in perspective of who God is and who we are. And There's so much depth in this song, and there's so much scriptural reference. And so let's just get right into the lyrics. Verse 1, we are an altar of broken stones, but you delight in the offering. You have the heavens to call your home, but you abide in the song we sing. We are a broken people living broken lives, but our God will not reject our offerings of praise. That's the gospel. That is it right there. Psalm 51, 17 says, My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. Man, that is good news. (laughs) That in the midst of our sinfulness and knowing the depths and the the honesty, the truth of our hearts, that's the only sacrifice we can bring is a broken and contrite spirit, but God will not despise it. Um, This song uses the word abide 
a lot. And so, quick little word study, uh, the word abide is a verb that means to accept, to tolerate, live with, or dwell in. Okay, so the phrase, but you abide in the song we sing. You have the heavens to call your home, but you abide in the song we sing. You are the holy God and can call the heavens your home, the all-perfect place where the all-perfect God resides and everything is always perfect all the time. But you would still tolerate, accept, live with, dwell in a song from a broken sinful place such as my heart crazy crazy to think about so verse one already boom putting us right in the narrative of god's great love for us verse two ten thousand angels surround your throne to bring you praise that will never cease but hallelujah from here below is still your favorite melody the first two lines are obviously a reference to Revelation and Revelation 4, you are surrounded by unending praise from thousands of angels who are these pure, sinless creatures that are in heaven where you dwell. But like verse 1 brings up, you still love the song coming from earth, the place who has experienced brokenness and hate and evil and selfishness because of sin. Earth has become dark because of sin, but doesn't the light shine brighter amidst the darkness? So you can go kind of off the theological deep end with the line about God's favorite melody. Um, I don't believe that they're suggesting in this song that God plays favorites between us and his angels, yet it does help paint the picture of our God's heart for us. The Father's heart loves our melody because we have chosen to give it. We are not born into heaven like the angels. We are born into sin, but have been saved by grace, by his great love for us, and therefore can offer something different than what the angels can offer. And the Father loves it, and he wants to abide in that song. And so the chorus, we sing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, another, another word definition. Let's look at the word hallelujah. Uh, it's a compound Hebrew phrase with hallelujah, which means a joyous praise in song, and yah, which refers to Yahweh or God. And so put together, this word means we joyfully praise God in song. And so the chorus is it's kind of the call and response. If, if the verses are setting up the story that we are a broken people from, from earth trying to send this imperfect offering of imperfect hearts praise and it's accepted by God, um, that is we, us, joyfully praising God in song, and he's accepting it. And we just can declare that in joy because the God of the universe, who is perfect, accepts our praise. So verse 3, 
And should the fire that once burned bright become an ember my eyes can't see, I will remember your sacrifice and I will abide in your love for me. This is poetically referring to if our humanness would get in the way, if this pure burning passion for Christ, for God, this fire that maybe once burned brighter, but because of life's circumstances, our eyes can't see it as brightly anymore because we've let things get in the way and we've let the darkness kind of cover it. That I will remember your sacrifice. And I will abide in your love for me. That regardless of those circumstances, I still desire to live in Christ, to abide in him. Like John 15 talks about remaining in him. And so then the chorus again, we sing hallelujah, 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 reminding ourselves. And then the song builds up into this huge bridge. Jesus Christ, our King enthroned, all the praise is yours forevermore. Hallelujah, here below, all the praise is yours forevermore. Let's go back to our dictionaries. Enthroned is a past tense word, and that's important. And it means to sit in a position of authority and influence. But why past tense is important? He's enthroned. It means that it is, it's already happened. It's not something that is debatable. Jesus is our king, and he's sitting in the seat of power. His kingdom is already established. There's no denying it. We can accept it or not, but he's there sitting in the seat of authority and influence. And so our lives, our praise is what is helping enthrone him here on earth. And we are a part of his triumphal procession, slaves to sin who have been set free and are now our song of freedom will be sung forever and ever. And I have to believe that a song of freedom will always be louder than a song of someone who's always belonged. And this bridge just helps declare those words, reminding ourselves, our souls, really, that Christ is King. So then, final verse. Oh, what a wonderful day to come when every knee bows before your name. But we will not wait until it does. For here and now shall your kingdom reign. This references Philippians 2, 10, really 9 through 11. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But what I love about this verse is it's saying that is going to be a wonderful day when every knee bows before your name. But for until that time, we will not wait until it does. For here and now, your kingdom will reign in my heart. And as we give praise and honor to him, like we said before, our 
praise here from earth is what brings his kingdom here as it is in heaven, as best as it can be. That our acknowledgement, our enthroning of him, declaring him king, these imperfect hearts giving him praise is what helps bring his kingdom to help reign here and now. So what does it look like for you to remember that the father who created you, redeemed you from the bondage of sin, delights in your praise? That while we were still sinning, he loves us and wants to abide in our song. He wants to live in our imperfect praise, the only offering we can give, the best we can give. So today, I pray that you would claim the power that is in his kingdom here on earth. The power that abides in us because he is in us. The power to sing a melody proclaiming that his kingdom shall live in your heart as you give all glory and power and honor to him. So as you listen to this song, remember today that he delights in you and he delights in your praise.